Hello, everybody. Welcome back to yet another episode on the All Things Education podcast. I am very, very keen for this episode, beyond excited to share this episode with you guys today because we have Ruby from Ruby Consultants on the episode with us today. I will explain a little bit more about Ruby and uh, she will tell us about her story and her journey. And I hope you are all very excited for this because this episode is actually going to be focused on what you need to do if you would like to start a business. Keeping in mind, this episode is on the longer side today. Ruby and I had such an amazing discussion and we got so much out of the conversation. So we hope you do as well. As always, guys, if you're not currently following the Instagram, definitely go check that out. The tag is at allthingseducation21. You'll be able to find all of Ruby's socials, including her amazing masterclass, in the description box below. So definitely go check that out and let's get educated. Okay, guys, so our guest star on the show today is none other than Ruby from Ruby Consultants. So Ruby is a business consultant and has her own social media agency and coaches businesses to help them, um, the business owners and entrepreneurs grow and nail social media. So it is my pleasure to welcome you onto the show today, Ruby. How are you? Oh, thank you. I'm really well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. And that's good to hear your well as well. Um, so I guess just to start off, did you want to um, give us a bit of like a background um, about yourself, your life journey, if you must, <laughs> and yeah. um, how long do you have? No, literally. <laughs> and um, talk us, uh, tell us a little bit about your business and yeah, a bit of background information. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so, I mean, as you said, um, I've been, I've had Ruby Consultants, which is a social media agency and business coaching business um, that I love helping small business owners and coaches Mm. nail Instagram and other organic traffic strategies to really grow their business. Um, And I suppose a a reason why I love doing this is because that's what I've done. And I think as business owners and as coaches, it's a really great opportunity to share what you've done to help other people. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I've been in the space for seven years on Instagram. Wow. Um, But my journey has definitely not looked... I suppose, as what it is now. Um, I started off finishing high school. Um, don't want to say how long ago, as it will definitely show my age, but <laughs> finished high school and I always knew that I wanted to run a business. Don't know why, because none of my family owned businesses and um, speaking with business owners today, I do find that it, it sticks within families. Mm. So if your parents owned businesses, then you went out and ran a business. But none of my family owned a business, so I don't really know where that came from. Um, and I told my dad, I was like, dad, I really want to start a fashion boutique. He was like, okay, Ruby, like, cool. Like you're really into fashion, but do you know, you know, how to run a fashion store? Mm -hmm. I was like, no, but I really want to do it. Like, this is just my dream. And dad, like, I love him. He's so supportive, but he's also very practical. Mm. He was like, you know what, if you go to TAFE, study small business, I'll support you to open up your fashion store. And I was like, awesome. And I'm the type of person that I always say my um, biggest pro and biggest con is the same thing. And it's that when I get really obsessed with something, I'm obsessed yeah, with it. So it no can same. be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, no worries. Went to TAFE. I threw everything into this TAFE course. Mm-hmm. I think it was like five till nine, one day a week. And I loved it. Like I loved learning about business. I loved learning about even I hated math in high school, but loved learning about um, business math. Yeah, wow. Um, and it, it just was me. It was kind of the thing that I felt like I was missing in high school. Mm. Um, 
finished the TAFE course and decided, no, I want to go to uni now. So um, applied for uni. I studied a business degree. Um, and yeah, through uni, I sort of got into the fitness and PT oh, yeah. area. Again, love studying, but just have to be studying what I love doing. Yeah. Um, and through fitness and nutrition, I came across Instagram. And I did all of the bodybuilding shows <laughs> and sort of built up a bit of a following there, which was my first taste to social media, but also um, influencer marketing. And mm. so this is sort of when influencer marketing was really coming about. Um, and I started working with some really cool brands and sort of worked out Instagram for myself. Didn't know that it could be a business one day. Mm. Um, I was just doing it on my own page. But slowly I had the gym that I was working for and other gyms and other businesses um, contact me and um, saying, hey, we've got a business and you've got more followers than us. Can you run our social media? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> so it kind of just started that way. And um, I was really lucky to have one client that had an incredible business that helped female entrepreneurs grow and scale their business online. Mm. Um, the Doers Way, I'm not sure if you've heard of them, yeah. but they're yeah, she's based in, well, they were based in Adelaide. Um, they now yeah. live interstate, but um, they offered me a full-time social media manager role and I decided to take the plunge. I just finished uni. It seems like a really good opportunity for me. And yeah, I've spent the last five years working my way up the ladder there, um, had such an incredible opportunities. I managed the product department, which included all of our course creation, mm. um, all of our social media team, all of our events. Um, all of our coaching programs, all of our creative team. Oh it was an incredible role. Um, but I kind of just got to a point where um, I was actually reading a book and I had a light bulb moment. I was like, you know what? I've still got that dream to run a business. Mm. So I took everything I learned and went out on my own about, um, it was June last year. And Ruby Consultants has been Thriving, thriving ever since, I suppose. Oh, I love it. And I <laughs> yeah. actually discovered it like on my own personal Instagram account. And I was like, oh my goodness, this oh. looks so cool. I know. And that's sort of how I made a connection. I love that. I know. It, it's oh. honestly, your content is amazing. Um, so, oh, so inspiring. You. No, truly. Um, and how long did you sort of spend um, like dedicating that time to building um, Ruby Consultants and also like the other business you attached yeah. to? So how much time were you putting into them? Look, I, I did do a post about this yesterday, actually, oh, and I was, because I hear so many kind of experts or gurus say, you know, no, you only need to post three times a week. And I do agree with that to an extent, but I also really disagree with it because if you want to grow your business and you want to grow your brand, the more time you can dedicate, dedicate to creating content and being, showing up on your social media, mm -hmm. the faster you will grow. And I'm not saying, not giving you permission to <laughs> spend, you know, hours on social media. There's definitely lots of systems and processes you can use and implement into your business to remove a lot of those time constraints. But I do say if you are wanting to grow your business and use Instagram primarily as your marketing source to show up every single day. Mm. And when I say show up, that might be on your stories. It might be with a post. It might be engaging with your community for 15 minutes. Mm doesn't have to be a lot, but you need that consistency and you need the content in order to get conversions. So, so, so yeah, in the early days when you've got a bit more time, if you're building a business, if you're doing a side hustle, like any time you can commit to just showing up and providing a piece of content is going to be game changing for your overall business growth. Yeah. Wow. And I guess for someone who's 
like never started a business kind of um kind of like you just at the beginning stage like I want to start that fashion business um you know they yeah. just has that like idea where would they kind of go like what would the first step do you reckon would be yeah I mean the first thing to, to having a dream is to actually set some goals mm-hmm. in place and write it down and have someone to stay accountable to whether that's an accountability buddy whether that's a coach whether that's dad it was yeah, dad in the first yeah. year, early days but having someone to stay accountable to and to sit down and actually write those goals I'm a huge believer in having your goals somewhere visible mm. so I know some people do vision boards and if that works for you fantastic some people have them on their phones I like to put my goals like in front on my wall I blue tack them up whether oh, they're, nice. they're revenue goals whether they're client goals whether they're business goals just so that I can see them every single day mm. but I'd say in those first um, early stages definitely planning and and coming up with a roadmap so that you can actually get to where you're wanting to go and then starting to build a presence. I cannot stress Mm. this enough. If you're in those early stages and you know that you want to start a business in a certain area, start to build an online presence. So start an Instagram account, start a podcast, Mm. start a YouTube channel, whatever your organic platform is going to be, just get it started. And then just start producing content Mm. that's in your niche, that's providing value to your community. They don't need to be clients yet, but you're starting to build yourself as that expert Mm. and just get started. Like, no offense, (laughs) your content isn't going to be great at the start. Like, we all know that when you start something out, it's not going to be perfect. Doesn't matter. But if you start before you're ready, when you are ready, you're going to be so much better and your content's going to be so much stronger and it's going to connect so much greater. Literally. And I know, especially um, when I first started the Instagram account for all things education, I knew I wanted to do the podcast the entire time, but I said, okay, let me just like, yeah. like you said, like just start building it, kind of get things in the niche. And um, I honestly did so much research on the podcast. I forgot about the whole, like building the community sort of thing. Um, yeah. So I just remember like nothing fit the niche. I was just kind of doing all the trends that people were doing and it had no relation mm-hmm. to what I wanted to do. Um, and then yeah. like following like accounts like you and I know, um, there's, oh, I have to, I can't even think of them now, but some, so many like great accounts that, um, really, uh, explore like business and Instagram and reels and trends and everything. Um, and it's great because that kind of helped me realize how important like having a niche is, um, mm. and making sure that the people you attract are like the sort of people that you are going to be helping. Um, absolutely I think that's like your niche and your messaging everything's so connected Mm. like if you don't know the people you're helping if you don't know your message or what I would call like your promise statement like what you're promising to your community you're not going to attract the right types of people and you're going to have followers on your account that have like no correlation to what you're selling or providing um them to and you said something before which I found really interesting like when you start out there's so much noise there's Mm. so many people you can follow there's so many trends there's so much guru advice and I think it's so important to follow it to an extent but choose who you follow Mm. because there's some people if they're either competitors or people you follow that are maybe too advanced. Mm. And I say this lightly because I think it's so important to strive and aim high. But if you're following people that are so many steps in front of you, Mm. you can sometimes get caught up in what they're doing and feel really like, just feel really deflated because you're so far behind them. But also what they're teaching isn't relevant to what the level that you're at. So really have a look at the types of people you're following. Are they actually 
making your business stronger? Are they like adding to your cup or are they taking away from it? And you can always follow them again later down the track, but we can spend so much wasted time following the wrong people and being influenced by the wrong people as well. Yeah. Wow. I love that Ruby. And you know, you've mentioned before um, about creating like a roadmap. Um, Mm. How sort of like when you're first sort of wanting to like plan out the business and your ideas and whatnot, um, I guess how detailed should that roadmap be? Like how, like those steps that you kind of want to get to. Yeah. How detailed should that sort of be? Look, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's going to change. So I wouldn't spend all this time creating a really detailed roadmap. Mm. Um, What I would honestly do, and this is like, I am a huge advocate for having a mentor or having a coach Mm. because having a coach or a mentor, it just saves you a lot of time. I've always had a coach in some aspect of my life, even when I was a PT, even when I was in biz- mm. different business. Um, I do now. I've got two coaches. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're learning from someone that's one step ahead of you, you're basically adopting their roadmap mm. that they've already seen is successful and you're going to be skipping ahead of making so many mistakes that you could have. So yes, it might seem like an investment. And if you're starting out in business, I totally get it. Money or finances might be an issue, but there's coaches at every price point. And perhaps your mentor isn't a coach. Maybe your mentor is someone that you met in a networking event, or it's, you know, someone in your circle of friends that you can catch up for coffee once a quarter and just pick their brains. Like there's so many people that we can learn from these days. It might be a course that goes on sale. It might be a podcast you listen to, but find some kind of mental and some kind of roadmap that you can adopt and follow people that are where you want to be. That's probably my biggest takeaway if you're starting a business is follow someone that is that has what you want, that has gone through the steps that you need to take because you're going to take out that guest work and that's going to be your roadmap. Yeah, wow. And you mentioned networking, I guess. How do you, mm. like, how do you start networking? Because if you don't know anyone, I guess it's so, yeah. so hard. Yeah. Totally. Networking is something that I have dived into this year mm. and loved it. Like, I think we all get this bad reputation with networking that you go to a networking event and no one talks and it's awkward and everyone's like (laughs) throwing business cards at each other and it's just, you know, not a good time. But I have been to some incredible events and I think as soon as you go to one, you learn about the rest because the same types of people go and you'll start to build these connections and relationships. Mm. Um, I would suggest maybe joining some networking groups. I know if you're in South Australia, there's mm. SA Mums, which you don't actually need to be a mum to be a part of, I've found out. <laughs> um, there's SA Women. Yeah, there's Business Chicks. Um, I mean, I was the company that I worked for, The Doers Way. They have a huge community base. But there's mm. so many even Facebook groups that always post events. So if you have a look at, um, I think there's like Adelaide Business or something. Oh, yeah, but yeah. If you start to kind of join these groups and just go to an event. If it's, I always say, you, you're going to take something away from it, mm. whether it be, you know, a key takeaway from one of the speakers, whether that's a connection you made, it might be a mentor, it might be a client, it could be someone that you can bring onto the podcast. Like yeah. there's always going to be something that you take away and yeah, they can be scary, but bring a friend along, yeah. bring your mum along yeah. to the first one. So you've got someone if you need to, but also take that risk because if you don't take that risk, you're not going to learn as well. Yeah. Wow. And I guess even, um, 
I know sometimes it can come across a bit um, impersonal sometimes, um, but sending like a DM on Instagram. I mean, I know that's how I connected with you Ooh. in the first place. It's not necessarily my favorite point of contact um, just because I do sometimes it is a bit impersonal because it's just a text. Like you don't know who, anything about the person. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about that? I think it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I work in social media and yeah. Instagram and I think there's a way to do it. Mm. Like it's not, I think when you, if you are sending or if you're wanting to connect with someone on Instagram, I have made so many, what I would call friends yeah, on okay. social media and on Instagram because of the way you build relationships. Like I almost see Instagram as another opportunity to network mm. and you don't have to just slide into their DMs yeah. straight away. Like start to interact with their content, start to like some of their stories first, start to comment on their posts, mm. start to you know, respond to their polls. And then as you're building that relationship with them, then maybe send them a message. So yeah. you're not just going straight in, you're starting to build a relationship first, mm. especially if it's someone that you're either wanting to learn from, or you're wanting to bring on a podcast, or you're wanting to have some kind of a relationship with. It's almost like dating. Yeah, <laughs> when you meet someone at a bar, you don't like ask them straight for their number, yeah. you build it up, you build up that, re- that sort of relationship. Mm. And it's the same when it comes to Instagram. So, so true. Yeah, I love that. And um, so adding, do you say like on those different pages that you had, those Facebook pages you were mentioning, like those sort of groups that you can um, sort of join? Yeah. So those, yeah, they're all Facebook groups. Um, They would be, yeah, I think Facebook groups would be the best mm. opportunity. And I've seen so many people make great connections um, and even get clients from Facebook groups. Obviously, there's a way to do it that you're not coming across as, hey, buy my product. (laughs) And you've got to be really careful that you're not being all promotionally. Mm. But, um, you know, they've always got those threads where they ask you to follow Instagram pages or sometimes they'll, like, there was one that I was able to, when I launched my podcast, Mm. promote the podcast in the group and they were fine with that. So you've just got to find the right ones that are actually okay with you either promoting your product or service. Um, But I think podcasts and events would be fine because they are, like, they're free. Um, it's not like you're telling people to buy something. So yeah, I, yeah, just suss what is allowed in those groups and then kind of tailor what you're going to be doing in them around that. Yeah. I remember when I sort of, the podcast was first kind of, um, you know, kicking off the ground, I jumped onto and I joined all of the, um, different like states, um, like, you know, the states, like all the different tertiary, um, sorry, not tertiary, secondary institutions, um, so there yeah. was like the SACE, the VCE, the HSC, like all of those Facebook groups. Um, and once yeah. I got accepted, I just kind of um, put out a post and just said, look, there's like a lot of information on here and you can sort of learn about, um, you can educate yourself and there's guest stars and um, it's my, you know, it's my podcast, but, you know, I just wanted to give it a shout out um, and share it with yeah. you guys. And um, I remember a lot of my friends like responded positively about it, but um, I think it helped a lot of people. And I feel like it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And I feel like overall, um, as much as like I wanted people, like I wanted listeners, I thought that it was actually a better mentality to have that I wanted to help people. And as long as I kept telling mm. myself, I'm like, I'm actually helping people. It's not about me and me um, mm. and getting a name for myself and whatever. It was more, um, yeah, those, the students were being helped and they were able to learn. And a hundred percent. If you honestly, if that's the way you tackle business, everything will change. Mm. Like you shouldn't be getting into business to make a ton of money. I mean, yes, that's a nice byproduct, but if your why is so much greater, like I love making money. I'm not going to say I don't like making (laughs) money, but the reason that I love my job isn't because I 
make money. Mm. I could make money doing any other job. The reason that I love my job is because I truly believe in what I have to offer. And it would be the same with your podcast. So when people come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to talk about my offer on my Instagram page, or I don't know how to talk about my new promotion. Mm. My first question is, okay, is it something you truly believe in? Is it something that you know is going to change lives? And if if the answer is no, you need to relook at that. But if it's yes, then you're doing them a a disservice not talking about it like it's Mm. about how you talk about it and if your product or service is something that's going to be helping people let them know like you're crazy not to share that with the world and it's the same exactly what you said with the Facebook group but I think that's with any business that you start create something that you love create something that you're so passionate about and that spend time actually making your product Mm. so amazing that the world needs to hear about it and then you won't feel ashamed talking about it yeah that's really really good I I love that um yeah wow and I guess uh as well if the if your social media presence online is a bit slow and you kind of you can't really get anywhere and you're sort of seeing like you're not getting many followers you might have like 15 followers and it's just your family and your friends and you don't really know how to extend that um how do you grow your social media presence without um I mean, I know you can boost ads on Instagram, which I've used so often. It's so um, convenient and, and cheap and, well, um, you know, a good price. But how do you sort of develop that presence without, you know, necessarily if you don't want to spend money or you just don't want it to be your family mm. and friends? Totally. And, like, a lot of business owners will start with this problem. Mm. Um, and the first thing I would say is to tap into any networks that you've currently got so Mm. if you've got a personal Instagram page or a personal Facebook page or any other social media platform advertise the page on any of those platforms Mm. to start with because even if you look at all of your Facebook friends you've probably got people in there that you don't know or know very well Mm. or you haven't spoken to for a really long time that perhaps could be a potential client or customer or podcast guest so promote your page and share what you're doing, share what you have to offer, get people across to those pages by utilizing the resources that you've currently got. Yeah, yeah. My second um, idea would be just for starters, make sure that your account is set up. So that's Mm. where we're starting to produce content. So we're giving people a reason to follow because if Mm. you don't have a great account, you don't have great content or value on your account, no one's going to follow you. Mm. And if they are, they're expecting you to give back to them. Like, why would you follow an account that isn't giving? So make sure you've got all of that set up first. But then I always call it the hunter versus gatherer Mm. mentality. So if you're early off in business, you need to have your hunting cap on and you need to be hunting down customers and hunting down followers. Yeah. So sort of sitting on Instagram, searching hashtags, searching location, having a look at other accounts that are similar in your space that would have a similar following Mm. and start interacting with those followers. Now, I'm not saying to do the whole follow unfollow strategy or leaving ingenuine comments or doing any of that stuff. This is all about building connection. So finding people that you feel would be a really good fit for your business and start to have a conversation with them. Um, we recently did this for one of my clients that has a gym in Adelaide. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, like, have you tried following accounts that are following gyms that are in your space? And they were like, no, because they're already going to those gyms. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
I've got three gym memberships. Like, I know that might sound crazy, but like, just because I'm part of one gym, it doesn't mean I'm not going to be a part of another gym. And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to follow that account. Mm. And they went out and did that strategy. And I spoke to them the other day and they're like, oh my God, Ruby, our followers have gone up so much. And I was like, I love it. Really? I would have never guessed that. (laughs) And you know what? They're followers that are potential clients Mm. or potential customers at that gym, which is even better. So I said to them, the next thing to do is run a discount and you wait. They'll come swarming through because they're hot on their seat. So it's, it's about building genuine connections. But in the early days, I get it. You have to put your hunting cap on and hunt for followers and hunt mm. for clients. And then once you've built up your following, you kind of get into a rhythm where you're gathering clients mm. and you're gathering followers and they're finding you, which is a really nice place to be. But sometimes you do need to go back into that hunting mentality as well. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And what do you think of um, like personal engagement? Like where's the limit? Do you like do you DM people like personally like I know when people start following me sometimes I like to shoot them a message if they do have a public account I just say thanks so much for following like I hope you really um mm. will enjoy the content and let us know you know if there's anything you want um like me to release specifically like give me any ideas if you have any um so do you would you kind of recommend that would you think that um that personal level of engagement is good or yeah I mean I will be honest. I'm going to be honest about this. I think you need to think of what feels genuine for you. Mm. I love that strategy and I think it's, I've seen it work very well for clients, but I can't say I've personally ever done that. Mm. And it might just be because I, I just don't have the time at the moment. So I don't have the time to go and send somebody a message Mm. to say, thanks for following. Mm. But in saying that, it's not because I disagree with that strategy. It's just, it doesn't fit with my personal strategy. So I think when it comes to personal engagement, like I'll go and interact with um, accounts Mm. and leave comments on their photos. I might reply to their stories. I might follow people that I feel are sort of in my space that could be a potential client. And then if I'm looking at their stories, I might reply to their stories, something that feels genuine and authentic, but it has to be, that's the key word. It has to be genuine and authentic. In the end, we're a human. They're a human. Would you, let me ask you this. If, would you say what you're sending them to their face? Mm. And if the answer is yes, then go ahead. But if it's something you wouldn't say to their face, I probably would leave it. So you've got to think about what feels genuine and authentic to you and also what's in your capacity as well. Mm. And would you sort of uh, follow clients? So when, after you help them out, would you um, go and follow them back or do you sort of, is that sort of like a limit that you would like to put on? Um, I, um, yeah, I follow all of my clients just because I yeah. like to see what they're doing. So I know if they're you know, <laughs> yeah. following up with the work. Um, but also I think my Instagram account is really about building relationships. Mm. So uh, anyone that follows me and if I feel like they would be a potential client, I'll absolutely follow them back yeah. so I can start to build that relationship with them. Um, and I think that's a, a good rule of thumb. I mean, you'll get people that follow you and you're like, oh, I don't think you're my target market and I probably wouldn't follow them back just because I don't really see the point. I mean, my yeah, business yeah. account is for business. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would absolutely follow them back. Yeah. And um, what do you think of, um, this is kind of moving into social media a bit more now, but what do yeah. you think of um, hashtags? Because I usually only put like two to three per post. I, I There was a time where I would put like literally like as many as I could fit on and I had an app that would put all the hashtags in for me. But yeah, <laughs> um, I know I feel like everyone's got through that phase, but what do you sort of think of um, a lot of hashtags or a little I bit? Know. Yeah, it's a tough one. Look, 
And I've completely changed my view on hashtags. And this is coming from the social media manager. (laughs) I don't like, I honestly don't feel like they get as much reach as they used to. Mm. And this is just coming purely from trial and error. And I do, I still manage um, quite a few clients accounts and I test things on theirs. Mm. If hashtags work and hashtags don't work. What Instagram have released is a statement saying that keywords are key. Mm-hmm. So your hashtags are still going to be working as a keyword. So think about, um, you know, any words that you're using in your caption and as a hashtag, they need to be keyword and SEO keyword searchable. Mm-hmm. So anything that somebody would search to find your account, you can use that as a hashtag. Okay. But gone are the days are, you know, like, <laughs> do you remember when we used to put hashtags in our posts that would be like, thank me later. Like that will not work anymore. That's not a keyword. (laughs) So I usually use, I'll either won't put any hashtags on if I feel like my post has enough keywords Mm. or if my post is purely for my community. So it's not the intention isn't to get more reach, but if I'm like, you know what, this post would do well if it like goes out to an audience that isn't my audience, Mm. I'll choose around five to eight um, hashtags that somebody would search on. So for me, it might be business coach. It might be social media coach Adelaide. It might be SA business. It might be Adelaide coach. So those words that people search on, that's yeah. what I would include as a, as a hashtag. Oh, nice. Um, and let's talk about reels because that's definitely, yes. I know <laughs> I am obsessed with them and I know you are as well because you always post them and I love it. Um, yeah. It's such a big thing right now. Like it's um, obviously yeah. like, I guess, um, you know, the Instagram equivalent to TikTok, um, mm-hmm. which is, again, another topic we could talk about as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, what do you think of, like, what do you think of Reels and, like, the, um, I guess, progression of them and, like, the potential for them? Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because I just ran a masterclass before and Reels was the topic of conversation yeah, yeah. as well. It was an hour masterclass and I reckon at least half was on the Reels. Oh, wow. So um, yeah. But, yeah, Reels um, – Reels are great for reach, right? Mm. So if you're looking to grow your account, Reels, the first thing that I'd say about Reels is they're going to get more reach than any other post. Mm. So if you're wanting to get your your um, posts and your account in front of new eyeballs, Reels should absolutely be part of your strategy. Mm-hmm. The other thing that they do is they, because we're using video content and a lot of Reels show our face, mm. they allow us to build trust with our audience. Yeah. And if you're writing a lot of posts or you don't really show your face, it takes a lot longer for your audience to build trust with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And in order for your audience to buy from you, they need to be able to trust you. So all of a sudden we're able to add a lot of video content into our content marketing plan Mm -hmm. to build that trust. And the third thing they're great for is that they are bite-sized. People want to consume them. They're fun. They're engaging and they're just what people are wanting more of. You said before you love consuming them. And I think, a lot of us are. Um, when we're creating reels, it's important that they're either entertaining, they're educational, or they're inspiring, mm-hmm. so that we are. They do have that kind of outcome. And yeah, there's so many different formats, which again we could talk yeah. about for ages. But um, what they're saying at the moment is that original content is mm-hmm. doing really well. So that's kind of reels where you'd be giving a bit of a tip. So I could say, you know, these are five ways to increase your sales or whatever that tip might be, but giving that advice to your audience face to camera, opposed to, you know, when they first released, I think it was people got really nervous because they thought they'd have to dance on their reels, (laughs) which I've never done. But (laughs) um, that was what they originally said. I think I've done a few pointing ones before, Mm -hmm. but 
lip syncing are ones that I love doing. I think they're just really fun. Yeah. Um, but what I'd say is find what you enjoy doing. Like don't ever do anything if it feels inauthentic. For sure. Um, like I'm a terrible dancer. You would not want to see me dance. I <laughs> would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, literally. People would probably like it just to like because they feel sorry for you. <laughs> Kitty like, no, literally same, same, same. But yeah, it, honestly, it would be a pity like. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, um, I set a challenge for one of my clients to mm. post a reel every single day yeah. for the month of August. Um, I told them they could have Sundays off mm. and we're going to monitor to see what the changes to, of their account are. So yeah. I think it's such a big, it's just such a big driver and it's so easy to produce reels mm-hmm. I mean you can I batch create them all in an afternoon mm-hmm. um, and then I've got content for days yeah but you'll kind of get into a bit of a habit where you've got all of these ideas saved in your saved reels and before the <laughs> yeah. masterclass before I literally just whipped out my phone I was like oh I've got three minutes I'm just going to quickly record a lip syncing one yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. because they're so easy now yeah. like you can just whip them out so quickly and I love the fact that, um, I mean, sometimes there are glitches with Instagram, which of course is just, you know, the joy. Um, it's just Instagram. <laughs> it's just Instagram. Um, but no, yeah. in all honesty, I love how they've got like the little arrow that says if it's a trending reel or not. Sometimes um, yeah. they change the format slightly, I think, because on my personal account, I don't get the arrow. I just get the little audio box. But then on the business yeah. account, I do get the arrow. So, um, oh, that is actually another thing that we could talk about now is um, – I guess making sure that the Instagram account is a business account. Um, yeah, personal one. If well, you can, yeah, so true. Except mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree slightly there, just because if it's so when you're setting up your Instagram, you can either mm. have it as a personal or a business yeah. or a creator account. Oh, okay, yeah. Now, if you choose a business account, you need to have a business account if you're wanting to sell things mm. directly mm. from your Instagram account. So in order to have the shop. Um, in order, you can now actually sell um, a direct link in your DMs. If you want any of those functionality, you need to be set up as a business. Yeah, yeah. However, if you're a coach or you're a podcaster mm-hmm. or you're some kind of creative, I would strongly suggest that you set your account up as a creator account. Yes. Purely because you will get access to better audios. Mm-hmm. So you'll find that if you're a business account, you'll have some whack audio <laughs> choices. <laughs> And it is so frustrating. You'll be doing a reel and they'll be like, I don't know, some like country music yeah, and that's yeah. the only option you've got. And it's so frustrating. So if you get those issues, my little roundabout way would be try to change your account to a creator account mm-hmm. or where you can change the category of your business. I've also seen that if you change it to entrepreneur or I think it was creator, okay, I think yeah. it was creator, but definitely entrepreneur yeah. it can give you access to those songs as well oh, cool. um so yeah it does it is really important to set your account up properly mm. from the start you can go back and change these settings but yeah. um just depending on what you're wanting to do with the account also if you're a personal account you can't access your insights so you can't actually yeah. see how your posts are doing or your follower growth or any how of that important information yeah 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 totally yeah you can't see any of that so make sure that if it is you do have business intentions to either be a creator or a business account yes that's true and thank you for mentioning that because I do know that yeah my account is a creator um, and of course my personal account is my personal account um but it's good because yeah. the audio is great and even though I'm not following all like the the accounts that um deal with trends and stuff I still got a lot of those um you know reels that do tell me like 
this audio is trending right now quickly jump on it um yeah <laughs> I think the worst struggle though is when you kind of make something like you said batch those reels um and then they all save your save draft and then the audio is not trending anymore oh, like, oh no yeah <laughs> what do I do like, damn it I know post straight away <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> I'd still <laughs> I would still post it because okay. I think you've got the content there mm-hmm. and there's like you've spent time creating it you still will get reach you'll still engage your your audience yes yeah but just take it as a sign to just get your stuff <laughs> yeah. out there. Like, um, I don't know if you saw my post the other – oh, actually, I think it was yesterday mm-hmm. and it was the – have you seen that um, that trending? It's, it is on TikTok mm-hmm. and it's where people are saying, she's a 10, but – Oh, yeah, I did see and that. Say, and, yeah. and you had multiple of them, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I sort of came on that when it was, like, trending. But yeah. I reckon if somebody did it today or tomorrow even, it's kind of going out the window. Yes. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to say this now because this isn't being released right now, but um, the Little Miss Happy ones are now trending. Oh, yeah. Have you seen them? Actually, Literally in I've the last 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, so I'm going to do a post. Do it. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing that either today or tomorrow. I'm going to say today because then I'll yeah. jump on it. But yeah, yeah. my biggest thing is if something's trending right now, jump on it now and just create it. Like, yeah, literally. Get on the bandwagon because it gets so much more engagement and mm. people love it. Like I got such a good response from that one because yeah. people thought it was funny. It was trending. Like yeah. um, trending memes. Grab mm. one of those and make it your own. Yeah, I and did not, one of those. Yeah, exactly. Like you just have to jump on things when they're hot. Yes. And I always say massive imperfect action. Like don't wait until something's perfect. Just get it out there because in reality, it's content. Next week, you're going to have seven more posts, maybe not seven, but you're going to have posts that are pushing it back down again. So no one's going to even care about it anymore. So don't wait until something's perfect. So long as it's good enough, I always say good is good enough when it comes to social media, just get it out there. Yeah, for sure. And what do you think about um, like releasing multiple posts and reels like in the same day? Because I know once you release one, and the next one will kind of get less engagement. Um, I yeah, think I read um, that somewhere, but yeah. I have two minds about it because I do agree with that because reels do have a longer lifespan. So you'll find that you might post a reel and it does really well in the first 24 hours and then you might not hear anything. And then all yeah. of a sudden, three days later, it just spikes and yes. it's out of nowhere. Literally. <laughs> um, so I do get that. And if your reel is doing well, you can give it what I would call like breathing room to kind of breathe and get more traction on it. But on the flip side, I'm also someone that says just get content out there. Like content is king and content will get you conversion. So if you want to post something, don't just not post it because you're like, oh no, I want to give my post some breathing room. Like the more content that you have, so long as it's high quality and so long as you're not going overboard, get it out there because you're going to be building connections. You're going to be establishing yourself as the authority and you're going to get more traction. Yeah. And I say this from experience. When I started posting more content, I had more people contacting me to become clients. Mm-hmm. So it depends, you know, what you're wanting. If you are wanting to succeed faster in your business and increase your sales, produce more content. Yeah. And, um, I know there are lots of like templates. Um, I use Canva a lot for um, posts. Yes. <laughs> even Reels, they sort of have like, they're kind of developing that function now. Um, and yep. Canva Pro, even though it's like a little bit expensive, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Um, I love using templates. I guess that kind of takes the pressure off like that whole side of, you know, having to create content from scratch, um, which I love. Totally. 
I'm like Canva's number week, number one biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like <laughs> it's just the number one app that I would say to invest yeah. in. I've got definitely got the pro account, and for me, it's really helpful because I can set my brand kit up in there as mm. well. So you've got like your logo and your fonts and your colors, yeah. but then I can also have all of my clients because they can have their own brand kit. So that's super helpful. Mm. Um, but yeah, like you said, the templates are amazing and templates for absolutely everything like this morning when I ran my masterclass I was like you know what I've used Canva to do my slide pack my workbook um Mm. I gave them all like templates so I had carousel templates in there reels templates they were all in Canva yeah (laughs) literally literally everything but then you can create website designs you can Mm. create resumes you can even create QR codes you can create like logos like everything is in there it's just insane what Canva can do yeah um that's definitely my favorite probably tech to help editing Mm -hmm. but there are a few on my phone for editing reels I like there's one called InShot um and that's probably my favorite one for kind of trimming and adding different clips together it's Mm. really easy to use and it's free Um, and you can add like little stickers and stuff but I find that one really easy Um, and then there's a couple of like template ones that I like to create reels or stories and one of them's called Templey, which I'm not even joking it was free up until about a week ago and now they've just like you have to pay to get all of their templates which is so annoying yeah 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 um anyway have a look some of them are still free templates are really good and the other one's called clay which I really like too okay yeah wow that's really cool let's um I guess move on to side hustles now um yes (laughs) and I'd love just to talk about um specifically for like secondary um and tertiary students what could they sort of do to get the ball rolling so um after like their road mapping and networking um let's just take the example that like there is a student that doesn't really know a lot of people that are a bit too shy to network or maybe they're not quite 18 yet or you know they just quite don't Mm. it's like there's a lot of uh a lot of things they have to consider what uh, I guess can they do to sort of start developing a product and uh you know after they sort of like do the social media side of things what else can they sort of do to yeah get that ball rolling and get a bit of uh, uh customers and clients Yeah, absolutely. I think when it comes to having a side hustle, I think a lot of people wait too long to Mm, launch mm. and all of a sudden it's been a year or two and they've got this great idea that's Mm. still an idea. Yeah. (laughs) So my biggest bit of advice would be um, a concept that I call the power of one. So having one really good idea, not a million. Mm. We can all have a million ideas. And if we are have an entrepreneurial mindset, I'm sure you've got a million ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But stick with one idea, one product, one side hustle idea until it's launched. Mm. And with that one idea, come up with one message. So what's your promise statement? Who's it going to help? What's your messaging around that? Don't make it confusing for your audience. Mm have one niche that it then goes to. So you've got one product with one message going out to one niche yeah. and then have stick with one social media platform so you're not focusing on too many different things. Mm. And if you focus on one of each of those, put all of your energy into there and rip the Band-Aid off and just launch mm. it, that's going to be your best way to actually make sales and, and get traction on it. Because reality is you're not going to have a million sales come in all yeah. at once you're going to be working hard to get that first sale. So you need to just get it out there into the public. And then once you've released that product, a big thing is going to be the marketing of that product. Mm. So you're going to almost switch 
gears and switch lanes into you've spent all of this time creating this product now we need to focus on selling and marketing it so how are we going to do that well talking about it on the instagram or whatever social media platform that you've created perhaps um, there's some great uh, websites now like etsy's one and udemy where etsy is obviously a, a digital Hang on, yeah. So Etsy, you can sell digital or physical products, which I think is great because they get marketed to Etsy's marketplace. So you're not having to do, you still absolutely need to do your marketing yourself, but at least it's on their platform out to other people and that they can stumble across it through different avenues. Yeah. If you're wanting to release trainings, so that's another great side hustle is to release a mini course or a masterclass and everyone has something they can teach on. Like, don't tell me you don't. Yeah. You've, you know, launched a podcast. You could teach someone how to launch a podcast. Like everyone can teach something. And there's a website called Udemy, which allows you to um, release uh, trainings or mini courses. Mm -hmm. And they do take a cut. I think it's quite hefty. It's like 40 or 50%. Yeah, However, Still they good. market it to their entire marketplace. Oh, wow. So it's a really good way to get another stream of income. Because instead of you having to market it, so if you're sort of new in this side hustle mentality and you're wanting to think of another um, stream of income, perhaps thinking of these platforms that market to their marketplace would be a good idea, even though they will take a cut. But it's just a way to kind of get your name out there and start the business that you're wanting to start. Yes, definitely. And how could like a millennial or a Gen Z uh, sort of stand out in this era, um, even though, like you said, uh, like that everyone's sort of in a way I feel like everyone's an entrepreneur um, at heart and yeah. <laughs> um, I guess uh, when everyone's sort of trying to do their own thing and um, said like you know some of those businesses left right and center how can you be the person that stands out um, so how can you really mm. like hone that niche to really get it to the audience and get like your product to yeah stand out from the rest I mean, I, like, I do agree with that. I think mm. at the moment it does feel like we are in, like, a, a, call it like how do you get out of that sea of sameness? Like yeah. everyone feels like they're doing the same thing and there's so much competition around. But the thing is, like, you are so uniquely you. I know that that sounds so cliche, but we as humans mm. buy from other humans. So if, like, your biggest point of difference is going to be sticking to who you are and building relationships and connections. And that's why people will buy from you. You can, you know, think of the biggest gap in the market or you can try and think of a really niche product. But in the end, somebody else is 100% going to be doing that. Somebody else is going to be thinking of that gap. Yes, yes. But if you stop comparing yourself to competitors, cut out the noise around you and focus on creating a product that you are so passionate about and that you know is going to be changing lives mm. make that product your baby be obsessed with it like yeah. make sure that it is providing value and then be authentic on whatever platform it is that you have in the content that you create so mm. get good at creating content get good at producing videos get good at recording podcast episodes so that you can build relationships and that's why people will buy from you so I think it's less about niching down and finding that gap in the market and more about actually stepping into being authentically you to build connections because really that's why people are going to buy from you yeah and that authenticity I think is that's yeah like you said that's what makes you stand out um I know that you see like some like 
um, you know, content creators that are just so fake. And you're like, mm. maybe your content's you good. Yeah, you see through it. And it's like, yeah, sure, your mm. content might be good and you might have some things to share, but all in all, that like that personal relationship just not being developed. Um and totally. there's that lack. Yeah. Do you have um, I think as, Oh as, sorry, yeah. Keep going, yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, like, I think so many people get really afraid mm. to um share their story. But I think stories are what sells. I mean, we yeah. you think about when we were little, when we were kids, like everything's around nursery rhymes. Mm. And the reason they're around nursery rhymes is because we remembered the stories and we remember almost like the outcome of the nursery rhyme because of those, those stories. So if you can share your own stories on your account, that's not going to only going to build connection, but it's also going to attach people to the knowledge that you're teaching yes. them. So if you, yeah, like know your story and share it and don't be afraid to be transparent and raw and mm. kind of relatable mm. because that's what people are going to connect with the most. Yes, I know particularly I don't usually show my face on my Instagram, but then again, I'm not really trying to sell anything. So it's a bit of a different situation for me. Yeah. Um, but um, I do love when, like you said um, a little bit before, when people show their face and, you know, like share their stories and just, I love the connection that um, people build. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so good. And Ruby, do you have any sort of last pieces of advice or any tips that you want to give to the secondary or tertiary students? Yeah, I mean, what I would have to say is um, when I was younger, I suppose in high school, I always thought that I had to do a traditional job. So, you know, go to school, become a lawyer or become an accountant or, you know, and that just bored me. And I'm sorry, like if you want to be a lawyer and you want to be an accountant, go for it. My sister's a lawyer and she's an amazing lawyer and she loves it. She loves her job. But if that doesn't feel right for you, don't feel like you need to go and study to become that. There's always so many different avenues you can take and you can continue to learn that will bring you closer to what you should be doing. Because in the end, our job is what we're going to spend so many years doing and something that was not so much a traditional job. Like when I told my grandma I manage Instagram accounts as a job, she was like, what? Yeah. That's not a job. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. was a traditional job back in the day, it it doesn't matter anymore. Like, you can literally make anything a job now and don't let anyone tell you you can't. You can make podcasting a full-time job if you want to. Like, mm. you can do anything and don't let anyone, you know, feel like you can't do that. And if somebody's telling you not to do that, you're hanging out with the wrong people. Find a new tribe, find a new group of people. Yes, yeah. Because, yeah, there are people out there that will – encourage you to actually achieve the goals that you want and I again I know that sounds so cliche but I'd like (laughs) I'm an example of that and I've had so many different career options Mm. and this is what I love doing I love helping business owners create their own business through Instagram and I've made a successful business out of it so yeah yeah and I love how like the prospect of opportunity is just absolutely endless oh so so good absolutely yeah no 100% (laughs) oh I love it thank you so much Ruby for joining us today um yeah I really really appreciate it we had a good chat I think um we did you're so welcome I would love to have you on one time again to have like maybe a part two (laughs) absolutely no it was so much fun thank you for having me I had such a fun time and I hope that 
your listeners got something out of the episode as well. Definitely. And we'll link all of your Instagram and your Facebook. We'll link it all in the description box below for the listeners. So they can definitely check you out and give you a follow. Um, But just in case, did you want to share that with us now? Yes. I mean, where you can find me is mainly on my Instagram account. That's where I hang out all the time, (laughs) which is just ruby.consultants. Um, clearly names are not my creative streak <laughs> <Me neither laughs> um, but yeah everything's across on my Instagram page so yeah come and say hello in my DMs if you want to say hi um, yeah definitely and Ruby's got some great content on there so I would highly recommend you oh, check out no, of <laughs> thank you so much again um, and have a great rest of your day thank you you too wow I don't know about you guys but I am so blown away by that conversation that we just had with Ruby that was awesome. I honestly personally learned so much and I hope you guys learned heaps too. If you did, I would love to know. Love for you to send me a DM um, on Instagram. Just all things education 21 is the tag. And definitely let me know what you thought of that. I would love to get a conversation with you guys going, get a discussion sort of going on Instagram um, because I find it really important to, you know, sort of connect with the people that are listening to this, you know, channel. So definitely send me a DM. Let me know if you like the episode or not. Um, If you have any critical feedback or any improvements to make, again, I would love to hear about it because there's always ways that we can improve all things education. And of course, I meant what I said. Ruby has so much amazing content that I would love for you guys to check out. She has masterclasses, courses, freebies, guides, emails, the whole lot on top of her Instagram. So Everything about Ruby's business is just on point. So amazing. And she's doing such a great job and is so successful at the moment. So if you guys are based in Australia or even if you're overseas, please definitely check out Ruby. She said her Instagram was ruby.consultants. I will again link it in the description below. But definitely check her out. Everything in the bio of her Instagram leads to her website um, and her Facebook and a whole lot of things. So definitely go check that out. Give her a follow and be sure to engage with her on her Instagram and let her know that you've listened to her episode today on our channel. And I think she would very much appreciate that. And as always, if you haven't already subscribed and rated our show, that would be awesome to do so right now. So it's really easy to subscribe or follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. And we would really appreciate it if you rated it five stars and left a review. That obviously helps boost the engagement and lets other people know about this episode and about this podcast. And some exciting and great news for you guys. We are currently ranked in a pretty high position on Apple Podcasts at the moment. Just received a notification the other day saying that we were actually number 32 in Australia under a particular category. And I think this is amazing. So let's keep up the good work, keep sharing this podcast, keep sharing this channel, and let's spread the love and spread the word around. So that is all from us today at All Things Education. And if you like this episode, be sure to let us know by sending us a DM. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, as we said before. And just remember that the advice given on this channel and on our socials is very general information only. And if you have any specific personal health, well-being or educational issues, reach out to a professional such as Ruby or your GP or your school counsellor or just a trusted person in your life before making any final decisions. Please do not take this episode as specific personal advice and hopefully you now have a little bit more information about starting up your own business and social media and how to properly do it. All right, guys, have a great week. Stay educated and we'll see you shortly. Bye.